0: What up, what
1: up? What's
0: up? Okay. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, guys, to another episode of This Is Just My Opinion. Um, I'm excited about today's episode. Uh, First off, I'm your host, Cassandra, and I'm here with my lovely friend, Miss Shana Watts. That's me. Yeah, that's her. (laughs) Mm-hmm. and today's episode we are just gonna have a fun one um so by now by the time you guys are watching this you know this movie has been out for some time it came back it came out back in november last year i believe and then it came out on disney plus i think in january
1: right anyway yeah i think, I think so because i kept yeah, saying was... i wanted to go see it like in december and I was just yeah. like, I'll wait till it's free. To-
0: yeah. So, it, yeah, it came back. It came out on Disney Plus in January. And we're talking about the movie Encanto. Um, it is a Disney animated film um, surrounding a family based out of Columbia. And... I don't care I know I'm a grown-ass adult but I literally watched that movie like four or five times a little more than my brother's kids did so and I'm not too concerned about that because I love the movie and me and Shane are obsessed with the soundtrack so dope um so just heads up, if you haven't watched it and you don't like spoilers, you may want to skip out on this episode, but um, we're just going to be talking, reviewing it and kind of just what it relates to, you know, real life scenarios and yeah, kind of just have a little quick discussion on the movie. So
1: what's this is our spoiler the- alert right here. This is it. You need to. If you don't want to hear nothing else, and you still haven't watched this movie, first of all, what's wrong with you? Why haven't you watched it yet? Get your life together, please. Secondly, to secondly <laughs> you know, this is the moment in which we are not giving you any more time. We will be discussing from here on out. Move all ahead.
0: right, and moving on. So let's talk movie. Uh,
1: okay, so we love Mirabel. Maribel's breaking uh, generational curses. She's out here living her best life. Mm -hmm. She loves her family and wants the best for them, but also, you know, she is letting them know that she's special too, even though she doesn't have no no crazy superhuman powers Mm -hmm. like the rest of them. Um, A lot of the powers aligned with I guess if you're in a typical, like, again, we talked in our last episode about being first generation. So if you're in a typical immigrant family, I feel like these characterizations are something that you're probably familiar with. Um, the, the, the people, <laughs> that hard eye roll, I, wrote, I guess. <laughs> But the one who's trying to break generational curses, the black sheep of the family, the person that you don't talk about. Um, Dolores is, she hears everything and low-key, like, in the movie, they made her family friendly. But she's a gossip. She is the gossip of the family. She, she is. knows everybody's business. She, she pissed she me she off at that dinner was...
0: table. <laughs> she <laughs> pissed <laughs> me off at that dinner table. I'm like, bro, you could not have waited till Homeboy left. To... Right.
1: Like, she was like, blah, 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 and, she, and she knows the prophecy of blah, 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 like, bitch.
0: She got like, my nerve. <laughs> A lot she? of people like her though, because I mean the character is beautiful. But... Again,
1: they made her family friendly in the movie, but if you really think about it, like, <laughs> why is your power?
0: take you here. You
1: everything. You hear everything. Everything. My
0: thing is, can she turn it on and like? That has to be annoying to hear everything going on from like miles away to in your own home, like.
1: Right, so you. I think that was yourself. the most kind you? of useless you power. A, exactly, you have a younger brother, so that means when your parents were conceiving your brother, you heard that. Shit.
0: You heard this. Sh- <laughs> They're not gonna say that. It's it's Disney friendly, guys. But yeah, when you really dissect it, it's like if this was an adult movie, that would be very. They should come out with an adult parody of that movie. That shit would be.
1: That would have got her ass rocked. like. <laughs> Why are you hearing everybody's business one and why you, why, like, she's the person that low-key everyone tells their business to or trusts with their business or, you know, she, she why? hears, she probably, she, hears it. She, probably she, yeah, it's like, she probably, you know, standing in the background and you don't think she's listening, but she hear everything and then she would mm-hmm. be going and so-and-so and so-and-so and so like, yeah, so did you hear it? Be this, careful around them people. Right? For- and then her brother, her brother, um, oh my god, what was her brother's name? Not Antonio, the middle one. Cam- the one Ka- with the shapesh- Camillo. Yeah. So he was the jokester. He was the one that made everyone the laugh. Shape yeah. yeah. So he was the one that brings the joy to the family. Um, Antonio was still a kid. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, he, he was, was so the
0: innocence. He was so cute. Um, you know, Camillo remind me of my brother. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's funny because I was talking. My brother's a huge fan of the movie, too. No shame. Um, but like, we were talking about it, and I was like, Yo, if you had a power, like, which one of them would you pick? And he picked Camilo's. But I'm like, Of course, because my brother's already he was like grew up as the class clown. It used mm-hmm. to be annoying because when we go to places, they call me Ralph's sister. Nobody knew my name, but everybody knew his. So I was mm. like the the shadow, so to speak. But um yeah, he reminded me of him just a jokester, like even in like their at the end where you know the house was all broken apart and Mirabelle just came back and you know they were having like their little sentiment moment and he was like, What we don't have a house? What? I can't say we don't have a house. He was like, well, like the, I'm just little, I'm, I'm
1: just speaking <laughs> the truth. Like, what you mean? <laughs>
0: That way, I don't have a house. He was still kind of like the funny guy at that moment, so um, yeah.
1: But it was also weird that when he would shape shift and when he was stressed, he reverted back to a baby.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a baby. <laughs> oh yeah, like when he was looking for Mirabella, his head just because mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. he was so stressed out. Like he was like, "Ooh, okay." And then their mother, mm-hmm. Peppa. Her gift was to control the weather, but in reality, she couldn't really control the weather because she, couldn't she can't control, control her emotions. emotions. <laughs> so her emotions were connected to the weather. Share so, my mama. <laughs> and that was like people were saying, like that's the family member who was also like always told to like pull it together or whatever, and wasn't allowed to feel their feelings. Mm. And so they're always trying to put up a face and a front for everyone about. How they're really feeling. So you know, when she was like, "Clear skies, clear, clear skies," <laughs> and she's really like losing it. Yeah. So she's like trying to put up the face, the facade for everyone. Like, oh, okay, you know, I'm good. Everything's good. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Um. Then there's Julieta, who's Peppa's sister, and Julieta's her gift was she was the healer. Yeah, she, she was the, the healer. And I think that she was the also like the maternal, the caregiving maternal trope as well. Because mm-hmm. a lot of moms, you know, we love our parents cooking, our mothers cooking. And it's like that that good home-cooked meal makes you feel like everything's going to be okay. But yeah. she was also she was, like the, the medicine and everything.
0: And she was like one of the few that like treated Mirabelle like good. Mm-hmm. Like unfortunately... I already like the way, and I know it's a Disney movie, so they made it, like, a little bit more family-friendly or family-oriented, but, like, they treated Maribel like shit. So, I think, like, her mom, her dad, mm-hmm. or, um... And her sister, Louisa. And her Louisa like... were, like, the few that actually, like, had her back or kind of, like, you know, considered mm-hmm. her, um more than anybody else in that family. And Antonio, too. Antonio was, like, you know, her little friend. But um, Luisa was, like, one of my faves. Not because, not only because of how she looked, because I appreciate them making uh, a character of that stature, which is funny because um, I'm obsessed with this movie, so I read all about it but i guess when they were making her character they were like they didn't want to show that she had muscles but people were like Mm -hmm. um you know rooting for her to have like uh, a different body type and then i know the merch they made more of like isabella's character more than Luisa's character because they figured isabella's character her merch, her dolls and stuff would sell a lot more. But in actuality, Louisa's character is actually what kids wanted. So I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool because it kind of breaks that, you know, cycle of that image, like what, you know, young girls want to look up to in reality. You know, you have this <laughs> strong, you know, big woman who like carried the family on her back and you know, she was just focused on, you know, I have to do this. I have to do this, you know, you know, to keep mm-hmm. you know, the family together. And then, you know, so much pressure was like put on her, but she wasn't like able to have room to like breathe or just have a moment to relax. Um, so I like that they really illustrated that. Um and she sung one of my favorite songs in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> With the donkeys dancing, That's I still feel like that's like the funniest part of the movie. But um, yeah, like that kind of reminds me of myself a little bit. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I feel like I relate out of all of them, I relate between uh, Louisa and Mirabelle, but more on Louisa's end. Like, you know, just trying to, The work to, you know, make your family proud and do all this extra stuff, but sometimes you feel over like overworked and not able to breathe so much. So um self-care is real. So take your time and you know, breathe. Don't always stay on top of you know, everything that you have to do. It's okay to have days like yesterday. I ain't do shit. I literally, <laughs> I literally fell asleep around five for almost six a.m. and stayed in bed. I went to, the, I woke up a couple times, went to the bathroom, but I, I literally had a, such a lazy day yesterday, and I do not feel bad about
1: it. <laughs> if that, and you sense. shouldn't <laughs> say what I said, and you shouldn't
0: exactly like I don't know some days like when I don't do anything or when I don't do enough, don't you ever have those days you're like kind of antsy and you're like, oh, I should be like working on something. I should be writing. I should be going to the gym. I should be doing something. But yesterday I was just like, fuck it. Like I had all these plans to run errands yesterday, but I was like, since we're, you know, tomorrow's president's day, um, I'm off tomorrow. So I was like, yo, I'm relaxing today. And it felt amazing. And so I guess that's why I'm in a good mood because I get another day tomorrow to relax and not have to worry about work.
1: Lucky, Lucky me! Mm-hmm. I'll send you a smiley face. I don't face.
0: have that. saying <laughs> <laughs> you a smiley
1: face. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just went um, through my calendar and saw all the meetings I had tomorrow. I was like, oh, it's
0: okay. You know, we're working professionals, but you know, we, we know how to self care. So, um. But yeah, Luisa was one of my favorites.
1: Uh, what did you think of Bruno? I feel like... <laughs> I love Bruno's little weird self. But like, I thought I related more to uh, Mirabelle.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I feel like the reason the merchandise, um, the merchandise sold better for Luisa is because she was a character, like a real character. She wasn't trying to sell perfection. Mm-hmm. She was just authentically herself. And like Isabel's character, her character was about being perfect and although she had a redemption at the end because most of it she was kind of being nasty and petty because she was projecting onto her sister like Mm -hmm. you're in the way i'm trying to be perfect and you're in the way of us being what grandma wants us to be yeah so yeah but um bruno we don't talk so about no, no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all That's have to listen
0: to this soundtrack if you have it. Shout out to Lin Manuel, he killed it. Mm-hmm. He's the same dude that did um, Moana, and mm-hmm. he was in Hamilton, right? He yes, wrote
1: Hamilton. He, was,
0: he wrote Hamilton, yeah. I haven't seen Hamilton, guys, so
1: don't judge me. It's on Disney+. Plus. I know, I still haven't watched
0: it. But <laughs> you know why I haven't watched it, though? Because I wanted to see it so bad in person. Like, I feel like whenever I watch plays, I-, I just have a better experience doing it, like, in person. And I just never had the opportunity. So I'm t- I'm going to eventually watch it one of these days. I'm sure it's amazing.
1: So Bruno was, when they were singing We Don't Talk About Bruno, when Dolores was doing her part, he was up on the little balcony, yeah, on the interior balcony, doing his, his head. little dance. I was like, see? And Bruno was like, okay, we don't talk about
0: this. Does he remind that. you of any, like, <laughs> relative? I feel like he would be representative of those fam- family members who are, like, considered maybe troublemakers. Um, yeah, he's the
1: family members we don't talk about and I... If we don't talk about them, then I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, not literal. I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to think if, is there, like, family who just, you know, don't, the, the rest of family don't really fuck with because they always into some shit. And he kind of gets outcasted. No?
1: Like I said, if we have those family members, then I don't you know. You don't them. know them? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about them. Like, you know, they might be the... the the generation above me my father and his, his siblings and stuff mm-hmm. might have them little whisper conversations like, you remember so and so yeah we don't talk about so and so But they have not shared that information with me and my my the generation i'm cool with so if i anyone think does that. Have, actually i take that back i have a c- uncle um an uncle charles and girl <laughs> <your name. laughs> he's always in some shit mm. he is uh, that man is always in some shit. So, like, he's the fa- the family member where it's like, oh, Charlie, oh, him. Like, oh, Lord. I love him because he is a hot-ass mess. It's entertaining but for you. It's quite entertaining for me, but I'm sure as a sibling of his, it would be Stress. ridiculous. Like, he... When my grandfather passed away, he was living in the house. And so my... The house was left to the four youngest siblings because my grandfather assumed that they would be alive long enough to take care of the house versus just leaving it to all the siblings because of the age gap between everyone mm-hmm. so he left it to my dad his um my dad has one younger sibling because they're the youngest two in the family and then two other siblings and so they were like renovating it and stuff and uncle charlie was like i ain't leaving <laughs> so they, <laughs> so uncle they were charlie was
0: like "Try me."
1: try me if you want to so they were like we're not putting more money into this for him to live it here and benefit off of our stuff like we don't mind if he lives there but he's not helping contribute anything to the upkeep of this house Mm. or or renovating the house so my dad was like i stopped putting money into it because how you won't be living there but you don't want to help uh, restore the roof or do anything else so yeah he he's the he's the troublemaker he was the one doing, i was thinking doing that. i mean i don't
0: know if i necessarily have someone but i'm thinking like other family members would be maybe the people that are in jail or or maybe, like, the, the drunk uncle or aunt. <laughs> that's,
1: that's him. He's the drunk
0: uncle. Uh, I mean, I have uncles that drink. I wouldn't call them. I wouldn't say they in, like, a class like Bruno or anything. But they they are very entertaining to watch. But I did like Bruno. I felt bad for him. Because, obviously, like, his power was, you know, to see the future. And the future was not always pleasant you know, as we know, Mm -hmm. but I think, you know, the whole family dynamic was just, everybody wants to have this perfect life and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything aligned accordingly. So the slight, a slight, you know, discomfort or inconvenience can, you know, change everything. And I think they just blamed him like Peppa as talking about, Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> it was my
1: wedding day
0: <laughs> it was her wedding day he came he said it looks like rain and <laughs> she's married in a hurricane It's like bitch you control the weather
1: right Mind, mind her husband was like it was a wet it was a great day but you know anyways <laughs> <What> a glorious <laughs> day but anyways you did it why are you blaming him he was oh like my it, God.
0: Was, it was a joy that song was hilarious me. if you really listen to the words it's like oh my gosh
1: but yeah so i think also the burden the burden of knowing ahead of time and because people think like tell me my future but they don't want the reality of the future they only want to hear positive news and it's like okay but if i tell you your future and it's not something you want to hear then what and that's what he was afraid of and he became like super super superstitious um, and cautious and develop different person <laughs> who needs knock to knock deal on. with it. <laughs> <laughs> the helmet he was like, no, I don't touch that. I'm scared of it. Fernando does that. Maribel's like, who's Fernando? And then he he turns around. I'm with Fernando. And I'm, I'm Fernando. <laughs> Mans was talking to himself for years because how old was Mirabelle when she did her door ceremony? That's when he disappeared. So how long? Because she was ten. It was 10
0: years. So He was in the walls for 10 years.
1: Yo. all <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Talking okay. to himself. <laughs> yeah. Because she did it. Because Mirabelle is technically 15. And then they usually I get... I thought she, to she was like 16. Five. It said 15. The oh. she, and the
1: and then swear.
0: they get their gifts at five like when they turned five so that's yeah 10 years essentially he was because he said Man he went away walls. after after she didn't get her gift and they mm-hmm. had requested that just sound crazy 10 years in the walls with the rats the rats with the rats like mm-hmm. scrubbing on each other that shit was nasty <laughs>
1: non-soap operas.
0: Right. <laughs> but, um, which which is weird, because I'm like, what's her name heard him there?
1: Yeah, she was, and she was, at the she end, said, she was she like, I knew was he, was he never She was sure. Yeah. She made it sound like she wasn't sure. She was like, I swear, I hear him in the walls, talking to himself. I associate him, I associate him with the sound of sand. Of sand, yeah. And,
0: and then, then and at the end, when they were singing, she, she told yeah, him. Yeah, she was like, I knew what I heard, heard him every
1: day. I was like, day. like, how did you not hear that? Girl, you didn't hear the telenovelas? And the rats? You ain't hear that?
0: She heard the rats. <laughs> she, she said she heard the ha- rats in the walls. Which, let's
1: talk about the rats in the walls. Why are y'all comfortable with all them rats in your house? I feel like it's because it's the um, they was living in a tropical environment, so because they didn't see them that it was like they didn't know they was in the walls and it it is what it is you know How cool. outside How the, the outside gets in they ass out like right it don't have no 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 pest control
0: i would have had a problem with casita i'm like casita please do something about these rats bro. <laughs> like i don't do rats is that aren't you from new york so i have them as pets like what, what does that gotta do with anything
1: that's the one thing that I know whenever I go back home to Trinidad I'd be I'd be like oh I could live here and then I'd be like nah I'm really American the 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 lack of water like they get water delivered on a weekly or biweekly basis nice. um girl yes for the whole house so like to flush your toilet to wash your food or to for your sink uh-huh. to wash your clothes. Wow. child um but also just the inside, the outside coming inside. So if, during rainy season, cockroaches, massive cockroaches, mm. and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's a frog, there's a cockroach, and you, you know, a cousin or something be like, just step on it, and I'm like,
0: that was the main <laughs> thing that bothered me about that movie was just just the, what oh, the rats just running around like nothing. It's just like, bro, I can't.
1: Mm-mm. That's that's the one thing I'd be like, all right, now nah, I got that. Nah, I got and that Antonio that.
0: talking to them, I can't.
1: Right? <laughs> I can't. Like, don't eat that. Talk, talk to the talk about it. Don't eat that. I'm like, no, eat all this shit. <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> like, kill them all. But then let's talk about Isabel um, uh, and her with her perfection and being the favorite. burden of beating the pretty one. Um, and having to live up to the expectations of you know being the pretty one, like I feel like it's more so a burden that other people put on you versus something that you put on yourself when you're the pretty, perfect family member. Where it's like, oh, Isabel does this or that person does that or whatever because they're so pretty and this, and it's people admire you not for who you are but what you look like and what you um, not for what you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I low key, Frankie even was like, she's gonna be a lesbian. Is she a lesbian? <laughs> and you would think, like, when she didn't want to marry homeboy, they mm-hmm. possibly sort of kind of alluded to it, but it was more so like, oh, she didn't want to get married to him. I feel like it would have been better if she been was like, oh, I like this person, this other person who isn't who I know, expected to be. I mean, me.
0: we'll see if Disney ever introduces that. I don't know, but um, I think it's more so, you know, she wants... To kind of live free or like how she perceives, you know, she want to mm-hmm. live, she want to make her own flowers, not with the the perfect roses or whatever um, that she's been like doing. Because even at the end, she like got super, like when they got their powers back, got like mm-hmm. real excited to like do her new kind of designs or whatever you would call it. But yeah, she was interesting. Um, I didn't really like her. <laughs> i honest. <laughs> I feel like Maribel forgave her too quickly, but I understand. It's a right? just like Abuela. Um, I, I understand this is a Disney movie and they had to do what they had to do, but I feel like in real life, it would have taken a lot more <laughs> for me to just sing a song with your ass after you've been speaking right? to me. Like, Talking about, like, bring it in, bring and, it in. Let's
1: yeah,
0: hug. Like, like, I mean, Maribel no, was just trying to like.
1: Apologize. You would be real nasty. Talk about apologizing. You didn't even want to marry that man, and you talk about apologize to me,
0: right, for ruining yeah. your life. Yet you didn't want to do it. So make it make sense. I don't know.
1: Like mm-hmm. if anything,
0: she did a favor for you, right? Because you didn't want to do it, but you were doing it for the family. I guess. Whatever. But
1: right, and that's how you end up being bitter, and mm-hmm. like Peppa, who can't. Control her damn emotions because she's doing the shit for the family and forgetting about what makes her happy. So
0: yeah. I mean, I guess that's the whole purpose of the movie. It's just like you're more than gifts, talent, skills. You know, you're you're designed to have like all types of phases of of um, human abilities, so to speak. The movie didn't really have oh, this is a bad guy. This is the good guys. That's it was more like family get, like, getting into some shit and they got to figure it out, you know? So, but I talked to Sarah <laughs> yesterday, or not yesterday, whenever we went out, and she was, like, comparing it to Coco. Have you seen Coco? Mm-hmm. That one is, like, I think it's more, it's Mexican, like, the Mexican culture. Um. Mm-hmm. And she was just telling me, like, she felt like that storyline was a lot better because I was arguing that I like Encanto a lot better because I felt like the the plot was just a lot more happier. Like, I don't know. I just enjoyed it a lot more than I did with Coco. And she argued with me that she felt like Coco was a little better. What's your take?
1: I felt like Coco was more so about honoring your ancestors because mm-hmm. the whole point of Coco was about the Dia de los Muertos celebration, which is mm-hmm. about remembering your ancestors yeah. and honoring them and that celebration, um, and what it's about for the Mexican, the indigenous Mexican culture, and then how, Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. how that all mixed together. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was about him discovering his grandfather and everything and there was an honest villain there like an honest but an actual villain there who Mm. stole and did everything else but really like there was less of a redemption arc for the entirety of the family like I guess there was some for you know the deceased family members where it was like that grandmother made up with her ex-husband and yeah everyone else but like for the the actual family members who were alive, like there was not, he, for him, I don't know that he got a redemption or like he made up with anyone else. I
0: mean, they, I, I guess, you know, the whole, cause they had banned music. Music. Um, so with the guess, reasons you know, why and stuff. So um, I don't remember that movie like a hundred percent. Um, but I do know at the end, you know, he was allowed to um, you know, bring his, you know, music skills back and the family was, you know, brought together. I did like the ending a lot, but I don't know, somebody in Kanto, I just felt like more relatable, <laughs> even though it mm-hmm. was very like non-realistic, but realistic at the same time in the sense of, you know if you take away like the magic part of it, you know, you can Mm -hmm. kind of see yourself more into that. And I know it's like, you know, that's um, the culture, the Mexican culture, and then, you know, um, I feel like Encanto is more relatable across the board, if that makes sense.
1: I think for me, it was more relatable because it was the the actual focus of the movie was Family Dynamic Mm -hmm. versus Coco, which, was essentially about a celebration um, that, those that you came know, before you. Yeah, you know, like a culture, you mm-hmm. know, those that came before you and the cultural significance of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there was a family dynamic element to it, but I can't say that that was the main focus of it. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. And that's why I feel like I kind of relate more. With
1: Although I like both of them. And Coco's <laughs> still like, there's parts that make me cry. And you're like, when he crosses the bridge and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I have cried you a lot. You make me cry my own tears.
0: <laughs> I cried a lot. The only part In canto that I cried a little bit was at the end with grandmother was she met with Mirabelle at the Little River thing and she was Mm -hmm. explaining, you know, what happened to you know Abuelo and you know Mm -hmm. the little flashback thing. It kind of like um I I got teary eyed because it reminded me of my granny and Mm -hmm. kind of her own journey to kind of get her kids where they're at, and then also help all of us come to the States. So it kind of like touched a heartstring of mine because it's, you know, they they made a lot of sacrifices and mm-hmm. um, to, to, for us to be where we're at, you know, the ones that came before us had to make a lot of sacrifices. And so, you know, when Haiti was starting to get really, really bad, you know, it was just, you know, she was like the main breadwinner and the main one to kind of get the family over here. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a process in itself. I'm sure you, you know, and you've heard, like, you know, to try to migrate here is a lot. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's that's the um, part that I kind of cried on because you know I was just like, oh my god, this remind me of my granny, and I, you know, just her her own journey and you know where we're at today so I appreciated it
1: but. I think that it um for me it highlighted it was just it was just painful to see like you know like I think they very much sanitized the scene again because it's four kids mm-hmm. but showing like again like you said the sacrifices but the pain and just dis- the stress that she had to go through losing her husband, the way she lost her husband. Um, and she just had these children and, like, literally having to pick up the pieces because life goes on. So mm-hmm. there wasn't no time to stop anymore. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, that's so sad. Also, Antonio, when he was like, I need you, like, his little voice, oh, I was so like, cute. he was so cute. So, he was cute. so, like, those moments I think were very touching um i don't know and i'm sure kids were like oh that's sad but like i don't know if kids kids,
0: like i think think kids enjoy it but i don't know if they appreciate the the art
1: because it's like as they get as you get older you see and you recognize like your parents are still parents they're still human um they're not perfect they have flaws you know there's reasons why they are the way they are that is does that make it okay that they've done certain things. No. Mm-hmm. But like you start to understand it and sort of make your peace with it so that you don't hold a grudge against them for like
0: that's the key thing. It's it. like once you understand, you kind of it doesn't make it right, but you like you said, you make your peace, you accept it, and then you kind mm-hmm. of um, move from it. But yeah, definitely um definitely relate to that. But I know my brother's kids enjoyed watching it. I heard them watching it, like, a whole bunch of times. So um, I was right there with them, like, singing along and dancing with the donkeys. I don't, no shame. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just, I love that movie so much. And I hope Disney continues to make these little um, different cultural-based, like, animation um, pictures. It would be mm-hmm. so dope to see, you know, um, one from, you know, an island like the Caribbean <laughs> or one from
1: Africa, right? Huh? What did you say? Right? Yeah, I think so I'll be we don't so have dope. To, The music. So the black be so dope. doesn't have to be a, a freaking animal the whole time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like we
0: need some redemption because I feel like all the black characters they come out like soul was a cool movie, but once again, why does he have to turn into a glob?
1: <laughs> well, he was a, he was a spirit. He was a will o' the wisp the whole then time.
0: Princess and the frog yeah, is still kind of my least. Favorite. I used to like it, but then I'm just like, man. Like
1: the music was pretty good, and the Lion Um, King rose was great. But you cannot say that we've had a black movie, like a black movie that explores our culture, that highlights it, that celebrates it. No, no, no. The only one, and
0: it's not even animation. It's Black Panther. But once again, that's not animation. So I think we're talking about having
1: a low-key princess although mirabelle wasn't a princess but like you know one of those movies that has the strong female lead that we're all so used to seeing um we deserve it (laughs)
0: there's so many there's so many different cultures within the black community you could like play with it but stop turning us into animals into globs just mm-hmm. uh, just human the home movie. How about that? <laughs> let's let's do it. <laughs> but,
1: but anyway. No, I, no. We, we know Abuela would never in real life. In real life, Abuela would never have said the words I'm sorry. Lo siento would have never came out of her mouth. Yeah, sorry. that's
0: that's the unfortunate less realistic thing in that movie is you know um that generation does not always and i'm not gonna say they don't because i'm sure there may be a small percentage that do um but yeah apologizing is not a thing it's kind of like move on we don't even have a. if discussion. there was an
1: apology it would not have been a verbal apology it's if like you hungry look a- you hungry would have been are you hungry I made your favorite. Food. Come try on these dress. <laughs> Come try this thing that I made you. That's the That apology. would have been the apology.
0: That's the apology for sure. for sure. Damn, you just kind of triggered something in my head. I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> that's, that sounds about right. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, they will never say the words I'm sorry because taking accountability, admitting that they're wrong. They're not wrong. Nah. I'm not wrong. It's doing too much, but they might feel guilty enough to be like, I did a little too much.
0: there." But they're not going to tell you that because they so, want—they still want that respect from you. And it's like, so I'm just going to feed might, them and they'll be all right.
1: Might, I will feed you. Mm-hmm. And we'll be, we'll be back to normal. We'll pretend like that didn't just happen. Or mm-hmm. well, I went shopping and bought this for you. I thought... Yes, yeah, is like,
0: nice. like, I'm trying this dress. I bought you these shoes. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a sorry-ass husband would
1: be <laughs> I mean, like, baby,
0: I bought you this jewelry. Sorry. <laughs> when they mm-hmm. even say, sorry, I missed dinner. It's like, baby, I bought you this necklace. That's a whole nev- nother... <laughs> Own (laughs) mother. But we highly recommend it if you haven't. I hope you've seen it. It's been out for a few months now. So get your shit together if you haven't seen it. I need you to do better in life. What are you doing? Um, But yeah. So we'll close out here. Uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode of This Is Just My Opinion. Um, be sure to follow us on our social media, Cassie underscore in underscore progress, and what's yours
1: again? My <laughs> you would think that you would know my damn. damn I my keep damn. running to say I'm like, why is it call me? Who calls you Nico? No. I told you that my middle name, when my dad says Nicole? it, it sounds like Nicole. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so... That's why. All right. Well, yes,
0: they call me and Nico. On my dad
1: surprise. calls me by my middle name or he'll call me by my first and middle name. And then it was also uh, I don't need people that I don't want to find me to find me. As in, I don't want people from my job that I don't want to be friends with because I'd like to keep that separate. Not that we're not cool or anything. It's just like we. I would like to keep the my personal page separate from my my. Work. I feel you. So if y'all I can look you up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you this can't type in my first and last name one. and find me. So yeah, my at name is They Call Me Nico on Instagram and they call me Nico1 on TikTok.
0: I forget about my TikTok. I'll get it to y'all later or I'll put it down in the description. But also,
1: like, random side, side note <laughs> tangent. So you don't have like a fake name that you give people. When you go out, I stay Jamaica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't ask me where I got that, but ooh,
1: ooh, you know, mine is Nico.
0: <laughs> my, I answered that real quick, didn't like.
1: I? Real quick, and like there was zero hesitation. And I promise I'll you, If
0: Shemita.
1: we were ever out and you told a guy that, and then he was like, "Your no friend."
0: Is I have, name.
1: And I would be like, who?
0: And I have. And that's I, I where the conversation ends. Because
1: I would be like, Taj girl, Taj they should meet I would not remember that,
0: Cassie. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's okay. I remember it. Yeah, that's mine, all that matters. Mine is Nika. <laughs> well, now that you told it to the world, <laughs> I'm going to pick another one. <laughs>
1: Girl, that's what the I'm whole. I'm keeping that's mine because nobody can course, remember. So they don't that
0: have shit. my first name. I'm gonna keep mine because nobody can remember that shit. I so.
1: certainly won't. <laughs> <die of you. laughs> anyway, guys, so thanks we will see you for, next week. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, y'all. Keep a um, let us know if there's other subjects you guys want to talk about. Comment, like, subscribe, and thank you for joining us. We will see you next time a little too hype right now <laughs> bye guys <laughs>